Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish, and thank you for the invitation to travel with you this Palm Sunday. We enter Holy Week today, and as the week changes, and we share a creative communion service on Monday, Thursday with Bearsden Cross Church at 7.30 in New Kilpatrick. Then on Good Friday, we meet in the Cross Church for a shared service there, again at 7.30. Easter Day, we have a family service in the sanctuary at 10.30 and an ABC and Association of Bearsden Church's Songs of Praise service at 7pm on Easter evening in Westerton Church. There will be YouTube and podcast and phone line services as normal for Easter Day. And all the details are in the bulletin you can download from nkchurch.org.uk or have emailed or posted to you. But while we begin with Palm Sunday, we do not remain there today. We travel far into Holy Week and the events that changed everything. Part of our faith, indeed central to our faith, is the story we tell. Not because we cling to the things that happen, but because through story we witness to who we are. Our faith story is many-layered. It is full of insights and truths and emotions we cannot explain in any other way other than through story. This is how it feels. This is what it is like. This is how we encounter truth, not as fact, but as event. Our faith is alive in story, and the greatest of these is the story that takes up this whole week called Holy. Thus today we simply tell it, wonder at it, and allow ourselves to feel what it was like, because in that emotion we find out what we rely on, not a cerebral truth, but an aching hope. After saying these things, Jesus headed straight up to Jerusalem. When he got near Bethphage and Bethany at the mountain called Olives, he sent off two of the disciples with instructions. Go to the village across from you. As soon as you enter, you'll find a colt tethered, one that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says anything, asks, what are you doing? Say, his master needs him. The two left and found it just as he said. As they were untying the colt, its owners said, what are you doing untying the colt? They said, his master needs him. They brought the colt to Jesus. Then, throwing their coats on its back, they helped Jesus get on. As he rode, The people gave him a grand welcome, throwing their coats on the street. Right at the crest, where Mount Olives begins its descent, the whole crowd of disciples burst into enthusiastic praise over all the mighty works they had witnessed. Blessed is he who comes, the King in God's name. All's well in heaven. Glory in the high places. Some Pharisees from the crowd told him, Teacher, get your disciples under control. But he said, If they kept quiet, the stones would do it for them, shouting praise. 
The roadway hardly matters, other than you travel it this week, and travel it long and hard, with shadows deepening on either side. The cobbles, covered with palms, old rags strewn across them, offering some act of humanity or humility, both are in short supply this week. It is a long way to heaven from here. On this roadway that echoes with hosannas. And the storyteller no longer tells his story. Today he performs his topsy-turvy tale. Where heaven takes on empire. And donkeys carry mistaken messiahs. And the hopes of the people are filling with hot air, soon to burst. The roadway hardly matters, other than you travel it this week. And on this politically charged path, the authorities demand silence. But silence is not a gift the stones will offer today. Let us pray. Dear us, O Saviour, that we might be these very stones, where the roadway cobbles proclaim your truth, the temple stones proclaim your justice, the rocks and mountains proclaim your vision, where nothing can be kept silent, and even the silence speaks loud on the roadways of Bucha and Borodayanka. For the universe is with you, ready to react to the conspiracy, stirred in the shadows of religion and politics. Dare us, O Saviour, that we might find our voice and shout with heart and hope on the roadways of the world for the arrival of the kingdom. Amen. Going into the temple, he began to throw out everyone who had set up shop, selling everything and anything. He said, it's written in scripture, my house is a house of prayer. You have turned it into a religious bazaar. From then on, he taught each day in the temple. The high priests, religion scholars and the leaders of the people were trying their best to find a way to get rid of him. But with the people hanging on every word he spoke, they couldn't come up with anything. Standing on this pavement within the temple is a roadway of sorts to heaven, but it feels a long way from here. There is silence now, but only after the shouting, only after the doves have been set free and the coins have jarred and tables crashed, only after the echo has waned. The ancient walls have never seen the like. Silence. Enough to hear the crack shattering the institution. You walked in here this morning, brandishing the intent of heaven. 
But will you be allowed to walk out, having made your protest? For you have crossed the line. You have given them an excuse. This event will close in around you. Your holy purpose will be used against you. Your words may convict them in the ears of heaven, but in the ears of the world, your words convict you. This roadway has only one direction now, and it is a long way to get to heaven from here. Let us pray. O oh dear Lord, your temple moment, may we know such indignation and outrage against what religion corrupts and uses to bind the least. May we be angry beside you when the kingdom is replaced by the church and the gospel by government and love is broken and compassion eroded and vision is gone and status quo remains. May we stand in this moment with you and look around at what our faith has become and choose the side we will take. Amen. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, also called Passover, drew near. The high priests and religion scholars were looking for a way to do away with Jesus, but fearful of the people, they were also looking for a way to cover their tracks. That's when Satan entered Judas, the one called Iscariot. He was one of the twelve. Leaving the others, he conferred with the high priests and the temple guards about how he might betray Jesus to them. They couldn't believe their good luck and agreed to pay him well. He gave them his word and started looking for a way to betray Jesus, but out of sight of the crowd. The dream you dream in the dark of a warrior messiah holds nothing but faint traces of a bygone hope. Some weak, zealot-like longing you cannot find in the Messiah you have among you. And so you force his hand, back him into a corner. His only escape, to call on the angel armies to charge down on their regime change anger. But what if you've got it wrong? What if you've miscalculated? What if the road to heaven goes round another way? And you've gone and backed him into an alley from which there is no escape. What if this road you are on turns out to be the wrong one? Let us pray. Did you see that, heaven? Did you see what he did? Did you feel the punch, the slap across your face? The moment he betrayed you. May we be offended. May we feel your pain. And may we know each time the words and acts and silences we have used to betray what is right and just and loving. Betray the Son of Heaven for our own desires and wants. 
may we be offended and ask your forgiveness. Amen. The day of unleavened bread came, the day the Passover lamb was butchered. Jesus sent Peter and John off, saying, go prepare the Passover for us so we can eat it together. They said, where do you want us to do this? He said, keep your eyes open as you enter the city. A man carrying a water jug will meet you. Follow him home. Then speak with the owner of the house. The teacher wants to know where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples. He will show you a spacious second story room, swept and ready. Prepare the meal there. They left, found everything just as he told them and prepared the Passover meal. Here is where the words run out, for there is nothing left to say. Hope is found in a ritual echo of an ancient meal, reimagined. Passover and freedom, communion and hope. Broken bread, a symbol of a broken God. Spilled wine, the choice this broken God makes. But let us not waste breath on an explanation. There is none. Let us simply taste what we cannot yet see. Let us pray. The breathing space, O oh God, the pause, the place, the sacrifice, the decision, the meal. Loving Jesus, the feast of so little yet so much, a table where refugees are gathered where the trapped of Mariupol sit, where Yemeni and Syrian and Afghani are not ignored, where lies are defeated and truth broken open, where everyone receives and not just the wealthy. May we taste the promise, taste the hope, taste the future. Amen. Leaving there, he went, as he so often did, to Mount Olives. The disciples followed him. When they arrived at the place, he said, pray that you don't give in to temptation. He pulled away from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed, Father, remove this cup from me, but please, not what I want. What do you want? At once an angel from heaven was at his side, strengthening him. He prayed on all the harder. Sweat wrung from him like drops of blood, poured off his face. He got up from prayer, went back to the disciples and found them asleep, 
drugged by grief. He said, what business do you have sleeping? Get up, pray so you won't give in to temptation. No sooner were the words out of his mouth than a crowd showed up. Judas, the one from the 12, in the lead. He came right up to Jesus to kiss him. Jesus said, Judas, you would betray the son of man with a kiss. When those with him saw what was happening, they said, master, shall we fight? One of them took a swing at the chief priest's servant and cut off his right ear. Jesus said, let them be, even in this. Then touching the servant's ear, he healed him. Jesus spoke to those who had come, high priests, temple police, religion leaders. What is this, jumping me with swords and clubs as if I were a dangerous criminal? Day after day, I've been with you in the temple and you've not so much as lifted a hand against me. But do it your way. It's a dark night, a dark hour. And so comes the hour when the road finally ends. The light has run out and there is no curve in the path. The finish line is close. Yet there is still more road, road to walk, even if it is a dead end. A road scratched with lines we thought you would not cross. Yet you will, and you do. There is no line drawn on this final road that you do not cross for us. No limit to the love you have. No thus far and no further in the ethics of the kingdom. No act or deceit or lie or hatred where you cry enough. Nothing so bad you cannot still love. And it is all born under the weight of a cross, and everything hurts. Even heaven hurts and begins to change shape, contracting, angry, broken, sad. As the light shrinks and the shadows grow, there is no more. Surely the way to heaven is impossible from here. Let us pray. In this collapse of hope, where love is crushed in the kiss of a friend, may you drink of this cup, O Jesus, its twisted truth and bitter grace, that we might yet believe this way to heaven still is the right way. There is still a journey to take beyond what the world offers in betrayal, in fake news, in weapons of war, in fear. May we still believe for the sake of the world. Amen. Go in peace. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.